Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I hope you guys are doing amazing. Today is March 12th, and that might not mean much for you, but it's huge for me because in three days, my book manuscript is due March 15th, and I can't freaking wait. It's obviously taking over my life right now, but in the best way possible. And these last few days, basically these last two weeks have just been me and my book and my computer and just really going at it pretty hard because I have so much that I want to say and trying to organize it all and just making sure that I'm getting in all of the best and juiciest info in this book so that you guys can enjoy it when it comes out in December 2019 of this year. So I'm so pumped. And you know, the real premise of the book is that if I were to spend 30 days with you, and if I only had 30 days to work with you, what would I tell you? What would I have you implement? How would I have you supplement? And how would I have you eat? Like, what would I do to really help you get the best results? And that's exactly what the book is about. The recipes are so incredible and I cannot wait for you to cook them up and for me to see all your food photos and share them online and to follow along the 30-day program in that I'm laying out in the book. So it's going to be so exciting. I'm so excited for it and I just can't wait. So my manuscript's due on Friday and then obviously I get all the edits back and then I got to work through that and yeah, and go from there. And we're also shooting our book cover and some lifestyle shots at the end of March. And I haven't even given any thought to that just yet because I'm like, I can't do anything until after the 15th is over. So I want to go do some shopping. I can't even picture what I want my book cover to look like. I know that I obviously want it to be like colorful and have lots of like food and I'll probably be like holding a recipe from the book and I want to be wearing the most beautiful dress, but I have no idea what that dress is yet. So after the 15th, I'm going to go do some shopping and start planning for our photo shoot that I'm really looking forward to. And in other news, I really want to welcome and thank all of the women that have joined in the Healthy Hormones for Women online program. You guys are amazing. It's so much fun connecting with you in our Facebook group. And an FYI on our Facebook group, we used to call it the Holistic Wellness private community page, and it's always free. But we now we've switched the name to Healthy Hormones for Women podcast community. So you can come find us on Facebook and join us there. It's a free community. And we've got people who are enrolled in our programs in that group, as well as you know just anybody, women who aren't enrolled in our program. So it's all good. We just kind of mesh everybody together. And it's so much fun connecting with you guys in there and seeing what you're up to. And I, I'm just so excited for all the women who joined the program. And thanks so much for being here and taking charge of your hormones. And even if you're not in the program, it's all good. You're here and you're listening to this podcast and you're learning and educating yourself. And that's an amazing thing. So the Healthy Hormones for Women online program, it's a six-week program. It's always 
open. It's always available. You can join it at any time. And we keep the price, you know, really low. It's like cheap and cheerful. I don't want there to be any excuses around why you can't invest in yourself and dive in and really start to implement some really great protocols and nutrition protocols and strategies to really support your health and your body and your hormones. So it's a cheap and cheerful program and it's a six-week program. It's loaded with so much information. If you're thinking about coming off of the pill or even if you want to stay on the pill, but you want to know how to best support your body, we cover it all in that program. And just last week, we were offering some exclusive bonuses if you join before before March 4th. So yeah, so come join us in there. There's always time to join and I'll be connecting with all the members. I'll be doing some other live videos and masterclasses throughout the year. And as we organize those, we'll be sure to let you guys know. All right. So today I'm doing a Q&A episode because I got so many questions and it's been a while since I've done a Q&A. So I thought I would take some time and go over your questions and share them today. And you know why I love doing Q&A is because I know that the questions that come in Many of us have these questions and sometimes we're scared to ask, right? And so this is why I love it. And so keep them coming. You can share your questions with me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie, or you can head on over to our website and you can submit them through there, through our contact page. But there's always ways to get in touch and you can even ask them in our Facebook group as well. And yeah, well, it helps us put the Q&A episodes together. Okay, so let's dive in. Question number one comes from Laura. And her question is, do you have any suggestions to boost low progesterone? Also, why might it be that I have low progesterone? And do you suggest that I do a Dutch test? I did a saliva test, which is how I found out I had low progesterone. Okay, so a few questions within that question. How to boost low progesterone? A few options. One, Acupuncture is actually wonderful for helping to boost progesterone. So you can seek out like a local acupuncturist or a Chinese medical doctor maybe in your area that does acupuncture, even naturopaths do acupuncture as well. So definitely source that out and maybe you want to try doing that for a few weeks and see how that might support progesterone. And also evening primrose oil. You can start to include some evening primrose oil. Either you want to use it in capsule or liquid form, doesn't matter, either way works. And you can start to incorporate that. And if you really want to get a little bit more, I guess, strategic, you can incorporate the evening primrose oil specifically during the second half of your cycle. So after ovulation, right up until your period to support progesterone, but otherwise it's all good. But if you want to do it in that way, you can. And the reason it might be low is for multiple reasons. It could be age, as we age, yes, our progesterone and our estrogen start to decline. But also on the flip side, it could be that your progesterone is low in relation to your estrogen, meaning that there might be some kind of estrogen dominance going on. So that's a possibility. And getting a Dutch test, I always recommend the Dutch test. I think it's a wonderful hormone test because it will not just show you what's going on with your sex hormones, but will also really break down all your hormone metabolites and how well your liver is kind of detoxing these, what kind of hormones, like specifically with your estrogen, what kind of estrogen metabolites are you favoring? Are you favoring the good ones or the bad ones that are more sort of carcinogenic that can lead to things like breast cancer or ovarian cancer? So you can't really see these things with a saliva test, but at the same time, 
you know, starting out with a saliva test, that's great. It helped you to see that you had low progesterone. But for sure, keep in mind, the Dutch test is always there. And you can, if you're in the US, you can actually just go to dutchtest.com and order it right off their site. And if you're here in Canada, you can probably get it through your naturopath. I offer them in my clinic. And so there's lots of options for you to get them. In Canada, you can't order them online unless you order them from the US if you really wanted to. So those are really my suggestions. The Dutch test is wonderful, but it's not always the thing that you need to start with. And I do feel that when it comes to hormone testing, if you feel like you've done everything, if you feel like you've really been strategic with your nutrition and your supplementation and your sleep and hydration and stress, like you're doing all of the things and you've been doing it for a really long time and you really are finding that nothing is shifting and just nothing is really working and your symptoms are still showing up in a big way, that's when I would suggest go dive in and now do the Dutch test. Instead of trying to like guess everything, just test, don't guess, and then dive into that. Because I get it, the Dutch test can sometimes be expensive, so it might not fit everybody's budget, but it's definitely something I think all women should do because it just gives you so much incredible detail. Okay, so thanks, Laura, for that question. Moving on to question number two comes from Mary Ann. I have low thyroid function, but I remember you saying the adrenals are connected to the thyroid. So I'm confused. Do I support my thyroid, my adrenals, or both? Awesome question. Okay, so... Yes, your adrenals and your thyroid are connected. If you have low thyroid function, it typically means you have high adrenal function. So your adrenals and your thyroid can't really function at the same time. So if you are a stress case and your adrenals are like pumping out all that cortisol right now and you're just like, go, 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 there's a really good chance it's slowing down your thyroid function. So You don't want to just support your thyroid. You want to support both the adrenals and the thyroid. So get on like a really good thyroid complex that contains like some really great herbs to support your thyroid, ashwagandha, maybe there's some selenium in there, sometimes some B vitamins, vitamin C, zinc, you know, there's so many different ones out there. So maybe it has iodine in it. If you have Hashimoto's, maybe you want to be conscious about the iodine, but otherwise like selenium is really important for your thyroid. So is zinc and vitamin C is important. And then there's also some really great herbs that can really help to support the thyroid too. Like ashwagandha is actually wonderful because it can help with the conversion of T4 to T3. So find a really good complex. I love Designs for Health products. AOR has some great products. There's so many companies and I feel like every time I go to mention them, I just draw this like blank. Nutritional foundations, I can't even remember right now. Anyhow, there's a lot of them. And if you have questions about different brands, just by all means, you can ask me. But definitely Designs for Health, AOR, even Mediherb has some great products as well. These are typically all like professional brands. So you might have a hard time finding them in like a local health food store, but probably you can find AOR, but like Designs for Health or Mediherb, you might have to get those through a clinic. So I do sell all the Designs for Health products on my website. So by all means, you can go to our shop page and search for them there. The Adrenatone, is a wonderful product because it does contain a really great blend of adaptogenic herbs. So like your rhodiola, your ashwagandha, I believe there's some vitamin C in there. And 
it's just got a really good blend of, you know, herbs that are going to help support the adrenals and also the thyroid as well. So you want to go on a thyroid complex as well as like an adrenal complex. When I say complex, that just means like taking a supplement that has a synergistic blend of different vitamins and nutrients and herbs that will support the adrenals or support the thyroid. So yeah, so that's what I would do. Support both and that's what's going to give you much better results and help to support your symptoms. Okay, so thanks so much for that question, Marianne. Next question, Claudia. My menopausal symptoms have been terrible. I have hot flashes, night sweats, I'm gaining weight. What do you suggest that I do? Okay, so when it comes to menopause, you know, it's really important to know that your symptoms will be worse if you have a congested liver, if you have adrenal fatigue and if you have low thyroid function. So those are really the three things to look at with menopausal symptoms. So it might mean that you wanna go do a thyroid test so you can really see what's going on with thyroid function and you want to run a full thyroid panel. So that includes your TSH, your free T4, your free T3, your reverse T3, and also do your antibodies, your anti-TPO and your anti-TG. So that's a full thyroid panel so we can really see what's going on with your thyroid. Because if there is low thyroid function, then for sure you're going to experience more symptoms. And then your adrenals. So if you've got a lot of stress going on and you're a stress case and this go, 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 ambitious woman, hey, I get it, it's all good, but we have to manage our stressors in our life. We have to learn how to be actors in our life, not just reactors. And we also have to implement high level of self-care. So important. And self-care isn't just like going for some, you know, weekly or monthly massage. That's not enough when it comes to self-care. Like self-care means not plopping down in front of Netflix every single night and watching TV all the time, right? It actually means really implementing sleep strategies and boundaries and taking a hot bath and meditating. Maybe it means like stretching at night, like getting away from the blue light and all these devices, you know, so self-care can mean a lot. Maybe waking up earlier so you can go outside and go for a walk and expose yourself to some fresh air and some sunlight. That's going to help with circadian rhythm and it will support your adrenals as well. So these are the things that are really essential when it comes to your adrenals. And then a congested liver, there might be some issues going on there with liver detoxification. And the number one area I always think of with detox is, you know, what are you eating? So if you're eating a higher carb, high sugar diet, then that's going to cause issues with your liver. If you're not eating organic foods, and it doesn't mean you have to eat all organic, but you want to definitely eat some organic, a really good place to start would be to go to ewg.org environmental working group. And you can look up the clean 15 and the dirty dozen lists so you can see which fruits and vegetables and, you know, which foods in general just are the highest sprayed with like pesticides and herbicides. So you know that you always buy those ones organic at the very least, right? Because a congested liver can mean a lot of things. It can mean toxins from our food. So like, are you getting and eating genetically modified food and getting in a lot of herbicides and pesticides, or if you're eating animal products, is there a lot of antibiotics and hormones? So that's one of the number one ways we can support and detox our liver. And then also looking at our environment, right? Are we using, this is something that I've 
talked about a couple of times, like the candles at home, are they from the Bath and Body Works? Just completely stop buying anything from the Bath and Body Works. It is so highly, highly toxic. And I can't even stand walking by that store in the mall. Like the ingredients, they have so many synthetic fragrances and parabens and SLS and all these nasty toxic fillers in their products. And then you know, they have body cares and body care and cream and all of that, but they're also selling candles, which now you're burning and you're ingesting all of that. So these things can really cause a congested liver. So clean up your environment. So what kind of candles are you burning in your house? What kind of beauty care and skincare products are you using? Is it highly toxic? And even think about the products you're using to clean your home in. Do they have like a skull and crossbones on it? You know, the products that you're using to like mop your floor or clean your tub. And if that's the case, you really want to get rid of that stuff because it's all very toxic. And a little bit of toxin is still a little bit of toxin. So let's do our very best to clean up our environment because it's going to support our liver. So Claudia, thanks so much for that question. It could be multiple things that are really causing your menopausal symptoms. And the areas I always look at are including more liver support and really supporting liver detoxification, managing stress, and then ruling out you know low thyroid function and what might be going on there. Because then once you have those tests, you can now further support them and you can maybe incorporate some herbs and some supplements that are going to support the thyroid so that it will help to lessen some of those menopausal symptoms that you're experiencing. So I really hope that that helps and spend some time thinking about those three areas. Okay, next question is from Rose. And the question is, should I eat different foods while on my period? Yes. So great question. This is actually something we do cover pretty thoroughly in the Healthy Hormones for Women online program. So the meal plan that you get in the six-week program is a cyclical meal plan. So what I mean by that is we've laid out the meal plan so that there are certain foods that you eat for different phases of your cycle. So if you're in your follicular phase, there's a certain meal plan you follow. If you're ovulating, there's a certain plan, and then one for your luteal, and then one for when you're on your period. So It's pretty epic the way that we've laid it out, if I do say so myself, because this is really going to support your fluctuating hormones throughout the month and really provide you with the right nutrients and antioxidants and minerals and support that your body really needs. So we do cover that in the program, but foods that you really want to focus on during your period, obviously you're losing blood. So one of the most important things is to make sure you're getting in enough iron. So if you do have a heavier flow, this might mean that you need to supplement with an iron supplement, but also the best, you know, available and absorbable sources of iron is going to be like your red meat, also some poultry, maybe even a little bit of fish, but red meat for sure. So if you do eat red meat, you want to make sure you're looking for pasture-raised, grass-fed, organic, ideally. And when I say red meat, you know, that's lamb, that's beef. And also if you can tolerate organ meats as well, or like liver, those are going to be wonderful too. So that would be really great during your period. Also make sure that you're getting in lots of vitamin C. So vitamin C is going to help with the absorption of your iron and getting in citrus fruits, more like your lemons, your limes, grapefruit is wonderful as well. But also berries are really high vitamin C and high antioxidant as well. So 
your strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, those are going to be great options. And this time of year, you know, especially here in Ontario, like we, I suggest buying them frozen because they're not obviously in season right now. So I always buy them frozen and stock up on some like blueberries and raspberries. And I always also have cherries in my freezer as well, because I love putting cherries into my smoothies. And that's going to be really rich in vitamin C too. And also to think of like more vegetarian sources, if you're vegetarian, like dark leafy greens are going to be really high in vitamin C and magnesium, but also high in iron too. But you'll have more bioavailable iron from something like red meat. Your omega-3s are going to be really important during this time too. So make sure you're getting in a high quality fish oil, hemp seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds. These are all really great in eating wild caught fish. This is going to supply you with a ton of omega-3s, which are very anti-inflammatory, which you definitely want during your period. B12 is really important too. So Again, your red meat is going to be great for that. Also some dark leafy greens. And then pay attention to maybe carbohydrates. I find that some women need a little bit more carbohydrates during their period and everybody's different. So just kind of pay attention to that and what's showing up maybe with your cravings. Are you feeling like, oh my God, I need a massive bowl of pasta right now or just feel like eating pizza? If that's the case, maybe you need to incorporate some more like sweet potato or squashes or plantain or something like that. And a really good, you know, quality starchy veggie that's going to help replace more of the like white gluten carbs that will increase inflammation, which we don't want during that time. So that's really what you want to focus on during your period. And you can always dive into the Healthy Hormones program. We cover it in so much more detail in regards to food in that program there. Okay, so next question is from Becky. And that is, is it possible to take too much B vitamins? Yeah, that's a good question. It is possible. If you find that you are having like tingling in your extremities, sometimes that can be a sign of too many B vitamins. So B vitamins are water soluble. You do end up peeing them out. And I do highly recommend them for women, especially if you are like I tend to say, a stress case, then B vitamins will be really important because B vitamins are pretty much involved in every neurological process in your body. So they're going to be really essential and they're great during your cycle. B5 is like an anti-stress B vitamin. B6 is wonderful for hormones and any type of cramping that you might experience. B12 is essential for you know your energy production. So the Bs are involved in a lot of processes in your body. They're also needed for liver detoxification as well. So supplementing with like a 100 milligram B complex, even a 50 milligram, that's really essential. And if you do overdo it, then yes, you might get some tingling in your extremity. So just pay attention to that. Okay, next question and our last question comes from May. And that is, I seem to be getting sick a lot this year. Do you have any suggestions? Yes. Okay, so my number one suggestion is mushrooms. So your reishi mushroom, cordyceps, chaga. These are incredible mushrooms that help to modulate the immune system. So I really love the products from Purica. They have a product called Immune 7 and they have this other one. I think it's called Complete 360. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it's called. And I remember back in the day, this is like in my early 20s. Yeah, I guess 15 years ago when I was working in a health food store, I used to use the Immune 7 product. 
I used it on the regular and it's basically a blend of seven different mushrooms and it's freaking fantastic. I love it. I felt like a rock star when I was taking that product. And then, you know, you just use other things and you kind of forget. And I've been reintroducing it as of lately because Gaten and I were quite sick over the holidays. And so at that point, I started to reintroduce some more mushrooms into my diet and it's been wonderful. And even from a autoimmune standpoint with my autoimmune Hashimoto's, the mushrooms are just wonderful because they're very antibacterial, they're antifungal, and They're just great for modulating the immune system, which lives in your gut and really supporting autoimmune from that standpoint as well. And great for energy support and brain health. So they do many, many things. And I love mushrooms. So you can consider going on a mushroom complex. That might be really helpful for you. Vitamin C for sure. So you can either eat vitamin C rich foods or you can supplement with it. If you find you're getting sick a lot, it might mean that you just need to increase that vitamin C intake. Hydration is really essential. This is often something we forget about, right? Are you hydrating enough and drinking enough water? Throw in a little bit of lemons or limes into there to get that extra vitamin C and also put in a little pinch of sea salt. That's going to be really wonderful for supporting your electrolytes and hydrating your body as well. When it comes to hydration, it's not just drinking water. It's also making sure we have those electrolytes as well. Bone broth is going to be great too. It's wonderful for healing the gut. And like I said, your immune system lives in your gut. So it's so important to support gut health in order to support your immune system and to reduce, you know, getting colds and flus. So obviously probiotics and fermented foods, those are going to be really wonderful. And the bone broth is great because it's got a lot of great amino acids that help to heal the gut. And then some other things to keep in mind, sleep, you can't heal if you're not sleeping. So make sure that you are sleeping and you are really creating healthy boundaries around your sleep that you're not staying up super, super late and watching Netflix all night, and that you just have a really good healthy routine when it comes to your sleep. And some other things, you know, really getting in some good like anti-inflammatory herbs and spices. So like maybe making a ginger lemon tea or a ginger lemon turmeric lemonade, something like that might be really great and will support your immune system and help with your colds and flus. So that's it in terms of questions for today. Thanks everybody for submitting those. And I really do hope that I was able to provide some great insights and strategies and support for everybody and that you can go and implement these for yourself if you really need to. If you're dealing with maybe getting sick this year or maybe you're struggling with thyroid issues or adrenal issues, then I hope I gave you some some food for thought and some strategies that you can implement to help support your health and your hormones. So thanks everybody for tuning in. I will chat with you guys next week. If you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we absolutely love them. I appreciate so much hearing from you guys and supporting the podcast and it helps us to reach more women and support more women when you leave us those ratings and reviews. So really they mean a lot. So thank you so much for that. And Come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie if you have any questions for future episodes and I'll chat with you guys there. 
And if you want to grab today's show notes, you can head on over to the website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 52. That's five two. So if you wanted to review anything that I was talking about today or any brands or supplements, it will all be there in the show notes. So be sure to go grab it there. And if you're not yet on our newsletter list, you can sign up holisticwellness.ca forward slash newsletter. We send out weekly recipes and lots of juicy information on health and hormones and weight loss. And we also share all kinds of info about our upcoming projects and programs and offer exclusive discounts. So it's all shared there in our newsletter first. That's where our community always finds out about everything. And we also share our weekly podcast episodes there too. So come join us there. It's holisticwellness.ca forward slash newsletter. Our spring detox will be coming up soon. So you'll be hearing about that. And also if you're listening to this and you are a health practitioner or a entrepreneur and a womanpreneur, then our holistic wellness business mentorship program, it is coming and I'm so excited about it. I coach numerous health professionals throughout the year and helping them to build and grow and create their online brand and build their community and make an incredible income doing what they love. And coaching women is such a passion of mine, helping women to really stand in their power and gain clarity on their business and to create a brand that they are in love with and are in alignment with and to really serve their community. I love it. I love, love, love it. It is such a huge passion of mine outside of nutrition. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. So we'll be sharing all the juicy details about that program on the newsletter. So sign up. The link again is holisticwellness.ca forward slash newsletter. And looking forward to another episode next week. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. 